Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Botcast Football Show. Tonight I am joined by Ash Tamblin and Sam Morgan. Hi guys, how are you? Hello James. Hi James. Both okay? Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, all good, yourself? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you, thank you. Um, now I must apologise if anybody can hear music in the background whilst listening to this. I'm at football tonight watching Mangotsfield under-18s against Cleveland under-18s. So the music's just stopping in a second, but at the moment, Leona Lewis is blaring out. Um, right, I'd like to start every podcast that I do with a sort of mental health and well-being check. So, Ash, let's start with you, mate. On a scale of 1 to 10, how are you? I'll give it 8. 8, nice and solid, yeah. yeah. Pretty Got, mellow today, yeah. Yeah, for a Monday as well, so it's not too bad, is it? And Sam, yeah. about you, mate? Probably a 7, just because my little ones are ill and it's a bit stressful. But yeah, yeah, it's stressful and ill, isn't it? <laughs> Ho- yeah, hopefully you're better soon, mate. Hopefully you're better soon. Yeah. Um, it, it, How about you, James? I, uh, oh, thank you for asking. I am about a nine tonight, to be honest with you. Like I said, I'm at football, oh, nice. so um, that's one of the best things, isn't it? Being at football sort of takes you, yeah. takes your mind off everything. Because as sort of like blokes, I don't know how old you both are, but I'm 37, and life can be stressful sometimes. So <laughs> getting yeah. getting to football and getting away from everything is a, is a nice escape sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, and it's Monday, which is always a diner, isn't it? But, you know, soon, soon, <laughs> soon be Saturday, won't it? Um, right, Ash, let's start with you, please, mate. Can you just explain what your role at the club is, please? Uh, so, yeah, obviously, I'm one of the three club owners. Um, I'm also the club secretary, and I am the assistant manager for the first team of John. Right, so you've got your hands full there, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. And how how long have you been with the club? Have you been with the club since for, it formed? Uh, yeah, since the beginning. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, I used to play for the old team with John. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we obviously once the club formed, I went straight into my role alongside John. Fair play, mate. And obviously, obviously you enjoy it. Uh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All depends if you get a win or not, yeah? Yeah. And Sam, yourself, mate, what's your role at the club, please? Uh, so I'm club treasurer and third parting there along with John and Ash. Yeah. And um, I'm also a player and I, I tend to help out a bit with the coaching. I wouldn't class myself as a coach because I'm more of a player. Yeah. As obviously John's discussed a few times, we've got a young squad on one of the older players. So it's not so much coaching, it's almost helping them. So it's almost part of the coaching, I suppose. Yeah, because on the podcast I did this afternoon, I think John said you play centre-back. Is that right? Yeah, so my original position's a centre-half. I've played a bit of centre-mid, but yeah, mainly a centre-half, yeah. And I, I take it you're still enjoying the playing side of things? Yeah, 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 really enjoying it. No no time to stop yet. No. I'll stop when my body <laughs> sort of forces me to stop, I suppose, or when the teammate grows me, which it's going to be one or the other. Fair enough, fair enough. But as long as you're, as long as you're enjoying it, that's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And obviously, when you get results like you did on the weekend for both of you, you can't help but enjoy it, can you? No, no, that's, that's no, what we do it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what we do it. I mean, it's, it's any, any level of football that swings around about, you've got to take the good times and you get the bad times as well, don't you? So, yeah. Yeah. It, is, um, it is what it is, isn't it, in terms of football. Um, yeah. Right, Ash, can you sort of give us a sort of background on your footballing journey, history, what's led you to the um, pursue like the dugout, please? Um, so yeah, obviously, growing up, love football like every other kid. Um, my dad's taking me down the city, right, and 
sort of fell in love with Bristol City. And, uh, we just looked there a second. So you got taken to the city growing up and you still love football? Yeah, but to be fair, fair play, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was a false storm because the first game I ever went to, I think we smashed Notts County 4-0 with Scott Murray flying down the wing and uh, <laughs> I thought we were Brazil that day. So yeah, yeah, and then you little did realize... I know what was to come. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I interrupted there, sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, obviously played all through my youth um, into like played for school football teams, played into adults at various levels. Um Ended up at the old team playing alongside John and a couple of my other friends and um, I've had some bad knee injuries and sort of the, the last season with the old club, uh, I struggled on and off with the injuries and um, from there, once a new club was formed, I sort of made the decision to stop playing and John asked me to be his assistant, so that's where I ended up. Fair play. Fair play. And, and do, do you miss playing? Yes. Yeah, I do. do. I don't miss the pain in the week when I'm trying to work, though. No. <laughs> and John was saying earlier that obviously in, in November is the eight-hour um, charity match, which he's going to sort of try and take part in. Will you get involved in that as well, playing? or? Yeah, yeah, I'll be trying to play. Yeah. Can't I resist can't it, mate, eh? I can't stand and watch them do it for eight hours. I struggle enough watching them at training. No, I mean, we were saying on the podcast earlier, it's a long time as well, eight hours. To, it's yeah. a long time to be doing anything, let alone running around playing football. I think I've got a good hour in me with a few breaks. So Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Hour. <laughs> again, it's, again, it's a team effort, isn't it? So, um, yeah. That's good, though. That is good. And Sam, yourself at your footballing journey? Well, mine started a bit different to Ash and... Actually, growing up as a kid, I wasn't into football at all. Right, okay. Um, so I started at about 10 years old. So I kind of got forced to play for a team when I was a young kid. Right, okay. Um, sort of, I didn't want to do it, actually. I was, I was dead against playing football. I wasn't really into football growing up from a young age. Mm. But, yes, yeah, as, as soon as I joined you, football started at about 10 and... I never looked back. As soon as I got into it and got the bug for it, I've probably got more of a bug for football than most now. So it's a bit is a bit different to others and similar to Ash. I played all the way through youth football, various <laughs> various levels um, of youth and adult football. And I think I was 22 and ran in. Then injury problems started. I done my cruciate three times in two years. Yeah. And stopped playing for, oh, well, I, I got out of football probably from the age of 22, 23 up until joining Bristol United. So I've done a little bit of five-a-side, not a lot of running. Yeah. And sort of Bristol United come along and actually John's son works for me. Right. Really. And he said, oh, yeah, we've started a five-a-side team. And he was chatting about it many a times and said, oh, would you like to come along? And I'm sort of, oh, I'm not fit enough nowadays. I was probably 31, 32. I said, oh, I'm not fit enough nowadays to play football again. And uh, he managed to convince me to go along to Fiverside. And that's where I actually then met Ash. So me and Ash met through Fiverside. And then, uh, yeah, Billy kept going on to me about coming and training for Bristol United. And I said, oh, come on, like, I'm not going to get in a team nowadays full of 20-year-olds. So I haven't played for six, seven years. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he managed, to, yeah, he managed to convince me to go along training, which we did. 
and obviously yeah met John and met the rest of the lads and went on from there really and the, and the rest and, yeah. is history yeah back into football sort of what, what am I in now I suppose probably 18 months in back into football and you don't realise how much you miss it until you come back to it. So I never missed it when I wasn't involved. <coughs> right, okay. Um, like, I still watched a lot of football. I followed football, but not playing it. I didn't miss it. Yeah. Until I come back and seen what I missed. All right, with you. And, yeah, yeah, lo- sort of loving it again now. All yeah. sides of it, running it, managing, help, helping managing the club, and playing, yeah, enjoying all aspects of it. That's good. So I, I suppose for both of you is... It must take up a lot of your your free time as well for for both of you because it's not it's not a sort yeah. of a half an hour a week job, is it? Running running a football club? No, not at all. No, it's not. And it's quite stressful, I take it. Yeah, it um, can be. It, it can be. I, I don't know if I would say it's stressful because I'm a bit of a workaholic, so I kind of enjoy the bug. It's, if I didn't do that, what else would I do? Yeah, so no, I, I, get, I, I get that. I would say I find it stressful. I'd probably find it more enjoyable than stressful, if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, that's good. That is good. So, you, so your your footballing sort of journey has gone full, full circle, hasn't it? From not yeah. not not being interested to to fully invested in it. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, and exactly that. Sam, you're a Bristol City fan. Sorry, Ash. Well, Ash, you're a Bristol City fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm more of a Liverpool fan personally, so yeah, carry on with Ash things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's start with Ash. Obviously, Bristol City fan. I know we were just chatting before um, we started recording tonight, and, and you were saying that um, you used to have a season ticket, and I got a bit disheartened with it. Do you? Are you disheartened with just Bristol City or sort of professional football in general? Um. To be fair, I don't watch as much Premier League as I used to either. No. Um, I mean, it's just the way football's gone in general at the sort of the professional level, especially at the top. Um, it's not the same, is it? Is it is, no, it's it not the same as what I remember as a kid. No, and I do you know. I, I do think that part of that reason is it's become extremely sort of professional. In I. I I wish it's become more technical, but that's not a bad thing. But the introduction of technology with VAR and that, I think, I really do think that sort of killed a lot of the the enjoyment from it. Yeah, we were. Um, I was with Sam Friday, and we were talking about a VAR decision where they're taking minutes to look at the finer details, and sometimes I think if it takes that long to find something, just go with the on-field decision. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Because that, that, I mean, essentially, that is what they're for, isn't it? You know? <laughs> yeah, and I just yeah. think as well, like from my personal point of view, my my on VAR, all you're doing is taking one person's decision and giving it to another person to make a decision. It's not there's no robot or anything like that that's created that can tell you what what the decision should be. Do you know what I mean? It's it's I see. I think it's such a grey area of VAR, but at the same time, it's not going anywhere, is it? No, which is, which is disappointing. And and Sam, you're a Liverpool supporter. Your views on sort of top flight football? Well, I'm more of a. If I had to support a Bristol team, and it's not had to, I used to also have a season ticket for City. Right. When I was younger, me and my dad and my sister used to go quite a lot. Yeah. Um, for probably two or three seasons, and if I, not if I had to, but my sort of side of of Bristol is City. Yeah. Um. And yeah, not a Rovers fan, but I don't have sort of hatred for Rovers like. No, I don't Bristol City fans do. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I, 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 can't yeah, I, I, I can't remember I, I, if it was on Premier League. 
follower, to be honest. Yeah, I, I just, like I said, I just find the Premier League can be a bit... I know it sounds really, really crazy to say, but I find sometimes find the Premier League a little bit boring. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, mean, I think with the Premier League, it's because the ease of watching it. So it's always on telly. It's, oh, yeah. If, if it's not on telly, there's other ways to watch it. Um, but sort of with the Championship, if you want to watch City week in, week out, you've got to go there or you've got to go to the away games. Yeah, or... And that's probably where I've lost touch with it. Yeah, it's, yeah I, know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. The, the Premier League is a great war. Um, yeah, tele- is is basically a television event now, isn't it? More, more than anything, it is. Yeah it's, yeah, it's more of a show than it is sort of football, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if you both watched the. Um, I don't know if you both watched the Tyson Fury fight the other night. I did. But, oh yeah, my did, yeah. goodness! I, well, I, it got to the point where I thought about turning it off because it was more like the bloody Super Bowl, wasn't it, than uh, yeah, than yeah. a fight? It, and it was doing my head in. It really was doing my head in. But well, unfortunately, it's going to go that way, isn't it? You know. <laughs> It's becoming more of a show than it is a boxing match. It's, it is, and, it, and it's all down to money, isn't it? That's, I think it's that's money. What, that's what annoys me a little bit. But um, yeah. well, like I said, uh, is, the Premier League's no different, is it? It is. It's oh no, so it's not. It's all driven, driven by money. Now. Yeah, and I think I think that's what makes non-league football and grassroots football so so more appealing to a lot of people nowadays. When you go, you see you see the passion yeah. from the players, and you you get involved with the clubs. Like, like for example, I'm doing your podcast. Um, yeah. and, and you get that more sort of human connection than what you do at the professional clubs, don't you? Yeah, yeah. 100%. And um, just going back to Bristol United, what, obviously, if anybody wants to know how the weekend went with the game on the weekend, um, me and John recorded a podcast earlier where we went through the game in detail, so we won't cover that yeah. on this one. But in terms of the season so far, how, what's your opinion on how, how it's going, both of you? So let's start with Sam, please. Um... Well, a lot of this has been covered with John, so we had good ambitions for the start of this year. So obviously last season being our first season, um, I would say last season was a good season. I, I can't. The only reason I can't call it a great season is because we were so close. And to be so close to getting promotion in a couple of games sort of really cost us. And... If we played to our ability, those games wouldn't have cost us and we would have been promoted. And I, it, it, you can't say deservedly so because we never got enough points and never got promoted. But yeah. in the same breath, with some of the football we played, we were one of the better teams in the division last season. Excuse, excuse my ignorance, but we haven't covered this, John. Where, where did you finish in the, season, in the league last season? Um, I believe we finished fourth, did we? Yeah, fourth by a point. Yeah, fourth by a point. And, right, okay. I mean... There was a runaway leader last season. They didn't end up going unbeaten, but they were very close to it. Who was that? Um, yeah, uh, it was FC Rangers. Right, okay. So they, they had a really good season, and I've been sort of watching them a little bit this season on, on the league table and stuff like that, and it seems to be they're rocking the next division up as well, and they're pretty sure they're unbeaten at the moment now. Perfect. Um, and another sort of t- couple of teams in with us, which was Shawhampton and Yate. Yeah. Uh, Shar Anthem seem to be doing well. They again, they were a decent team last season in our division. And yeah, what I've seen, I don't think they're doing so great this year so far. And um, we had a pre-season friendly with them before the start of this season. I think that finished free or ash, didn't it? Yeah. And we were sort of high on confidence going into that game. We conceded three pretty poor goals and we're chasing the game. But in all honesty, except for the scoreline, we kind of dominated that game, the general play. 
And that sort of gave me the confidence going into this season. Yeah, I think we can go out there and sort of smash this division and do what Rangers did last year. Yeah. And then, yeah, this, the season's gone and started and we've started not great. Um, <laughs> I know we had ambitions to sort of, yeah, like I said, do a Rangers sort of try and go unbeaten. I think we can dominate the division. The problem we have with division four which is what you covered with John, is the new clubs coming through. You don't know how good they are. No, no, it's true. It's it, good, it, good it's, yeah, it is not a true example of what that division's quality is because some of those teams might belong in Division 2, 1, Senior, mm. and they're not there yet because you've all got to start somewhere, and that is no disrespect to the division, but you've got to start at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, it's all part of the journey, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, during pre-season, we've gone into games that we, on paper, should have got the floor white with, and we've gone out and competed, and in some of them even got wins. And that sort of give us the confidence, I think, to say, yeah, we can go out and win our division next season. Yeah, and okay. it's not started great. I think we're slightly turning a corner. I'll touch wood while I'm saying that. Um... We've, we're definitely turning a corner, as John said, getting back to a bit of basics. The lads are starting to believe again a bit. Two wins on the banks, and hopefully we can yeah kick on, turn the season around. Because it's not been a great start. No, I suppose it doesn't help as well with consistency when you've got a couple of weeks off, like you have over the next yeah. two weeks. I suppose because obviously winning the last two games, confidence is going to be high, and you just want to yeah. you just want to get out there and play, don't you? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You do. But, I suppose that is it. That is the nature of the league, isn't it? So you're again. Yeah. You just got to roll with it, haven't you? Yeah, you have. Yeah. And and away away from obviously when footballs, what we're trying to get at when when you lose, does it affect yeah. your your mood for the weekend? Oh yeah, I mean, me, there, I think there's a good lot of players within the squad where it does affect your whole weekend. Yeah. I, I don't turn up just to have a laugh on a Saturday and play a football match and go in and enjoy the rest of my weekend. No. It, it, it's like when I watch Premier League football and if Liverpool lose, I'm stroppy the rest of the weekend. <laughs> like. <laughs> and never mind if Bristol United don't perform and that's whether I'm playing or not. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's, it's the, the, the good thing is, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time doing football-related stuff, but, but at the same time, it is nice to switch off sometimes. And that is where having kids comes in. Handy yeah. sometimes, doesn't it? Because yeah, it does. It they, can take you away from it. Yeah, they they couldn't care less, could they? Let's be honest, you know. <laughs> no, no. And Ash, you were saying you were saying before we start recording that you, your your daughter's um taken an interest in football, so your your escape from it is is waning a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, like with her being ten and um the team that she's involved with being a, a newly formed side. Um, they're, they're, they don't play competitive football yet, so it's development sort of football. Okay. Um, is it when they're 12? Is that when they start playing? Yeah, that's yeah. when they start playing competitive league football. But, yeah. I mean, it's just a completely different feel on a, on a Sunday when she plays. It's, you know, it's the, 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 the desire to win still. I still want them to win, but yeah, yeah. obviously it's just nice to watch them enjoy it and develop and, and fall in love with football because it, you know, it all starts everywhere for, for everybody, even the top players. They start somewhere. They don't, you know, it's yeah, very rare sure. they walk onto the pitch and they're at the top level. Amazing yeah. at it. Like, yeah. Do you, do you coach there as well? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so your weekend that. now is, is pretty much taken up just by football and coaching. Yeah. Which isn't a bad way to spend a weekend, I suppose, is it? No, it's pretty perfect to be fair. I mean, especially on a Sunday. I mean, what else would you do? I'll sit at home and do a bit of housework. So. Yeah, or, or watch football on telly. <laughs> yeah. And it seems to be pleased for better give him a shout out is, is Red Falcons, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they got. I know they got a good setup down there. So um, it's um, yeah, it's a good club. They play down in Fries, don't they? Uh, yeah, the Somerdale Pavilion. Yeah, fair play. It's nice down there as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a nice setup. So in in terms of the season, obviously, what is it about a third of the way through the season now for Bristol United? Yeah, I think it's about. I, I don't think, think we are three. yet because we've only played seven, and I think there's is it thirty games this year? Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, I think it was eighteen teams. In our yeah, league, I think we've got quite a few games this year. Okay, so if we, if we say about a quarter of the way through the season, roughly. Yeah, yeah, roughly. It's between sort of a quarter and a third. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to try and work that out now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, obviously, there's a long way to go, and obviously, the, the the ambition for the club is still to get promotion. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I think it's more than achievable. You know, you got like you said earlier, you got you got a young squad, haven't you? Which which is good, and I think. Yeah. I think what's important as well is you seem to have quite a settled squad as well. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do have a settled squad. It, it, it's difficult because a lot of our squads got their best years way ahead of them. Yeah. They're sort of five, six, seven years from even in their peaks. Um, so they've got plenty of time. If we don't get promoted this season, is it the end of the world? Of course it's not. No. Our ambitions to go and get promotion as many times as we can over the period with these players and I think they're more than capable of achieving that and it would be a disappointment this year if it doesn't happen but it's not the end of the world I think that's we'll a very, still I think be that's playing a... football next season you know it's not it, yeah, it's, it's not, not be that bad. Bad. no yeah. it's not yeah and I think that's quite a level headed approach to it, isn't it really because yeah. I think John was saying the other week when I was chatting to him that if you put too much pressure on and start mentioning the the promotion yeah. were early on, it can, it can have a negative uh-huh. effect, can't it? Um, I think it has a little bit, if I'm being completely honest. I think we've had a bit of pressure put on players. It's, it's not intentional by anybody. No. I think players have put the young pressure on themselves to go out and, as I said, sort of try and go unbeaten. And you're trying to prove a point when really you just need to go out and play your game. And yeah. we've gone away from sort of playing our game due to the pressure of we've got to win every game and go unbeaten and get promotion. And it, it's not that deep. We just need to go out and play football. Yeah, 100%. And, and enjoy it as well. I, think, I, I still yeah, think that's 100%. crucial. Yeah, it is, it is crucial to enjoy it. Because if you're not enjoying it, you play bad. Yeah, it's like anything in life. Is. If you're not enjoying it, you're not going to perform to your highest, are you? So, no, definitely not. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's good. It's good. And... In terms of just again stepping away from Bristol United, let's just try and find out a little bit about you both. So, Ash, let's start with you, please. Um, just a couple of little questions. I know you've done the 20 questions on YouTube and all that. So, yeah. if anybody wants to know a bit more about if they prefer a match of the day or sex or anything like that, <laughs> then, um, then my, my favorite answer to that was John's when he said he said match of the day or sex, and he said sex and preferably with somebody. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was quite amusing, to be fair. Um, so the, all the all the twenty questions in that are on your YouTube channel, which we'll we'll come to that in a minute. But let's just sort of focus on football. Ash, um, I know we covered it already, but favorite football team? 
Bristol City. Well, not Bristol United, didn't he? I was about to say that's the wrong answer. We'll take Bristol United as a given for both of you. So, Bristol City, um, footballing idol, icon? Um, I've got two, to be honest. Yeah. Zidane and Beckham. Yeah, again, we were talking about Beckham before we started, aren't we? Because again, on on the sort of discussions you've had previously, you you said that Beckham was underrated, and it was sort of you had the Mickey taken out of you a little bit, didn't you? And yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was right, so I don't mind that. I think you were right. I think you were spot on what you said. So um, yeah, game of opinions. It is a game of opinions, yeah. And (laughs) and favorite ground you've been to? Ah, four. Probably the Etihad. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was quite a was quite a good ground to go to. Did you go down what city played there or? Yeah, so when City played Man City in the Carabao yeah, Cup, yeah. um, a ground like well, didn't it? Yeah, a uh, ground I've been to that uh, like the top ground. I didn't do really the watch a game there, but I took my dad on a tour of Anfield. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, going through like obviously going into the tunnel and changing and stuff like it's an amazing stadium so yeah I, the, the tours are good i mean we, I, we we did barcelona a few years ago tour but nothing beats actually watching the game there does it unfortunately no, but no. it's um it's second best isn't it definitely yeah but um and one question away from football i think you covered this on on the video as well what's your favorite film uh the gentleman gentleman oh that's with um the guy from Green Street, isn't it? Uh, um, yeah. I can't remember his name. Charlie Hunnam, is it? Is he in yeah. there? Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah it's like a gangster film, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's one of those ones that when it came oh, out. Oh, it's a good film, now. Yeah, it's one of those films that I probably enjoy. I just haven't actually got around to watching it. It's quite a long film as well, to be fair. Oh, is so. it? That's probably what put me off there, mate, to be fair. Yeah. Anything longer than about an hour and a half, and I'd probably fall asleep. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably force you back for about five minutes to be fair, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go one day. Um, Sam, your favourite football team? Bristol United, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, outside of that, it's Liverpool. Right, okay, right. And your footballing idol? Uh, Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard, yeah, good shout. He's um. He, he made me fall in love with the game more than anything, if Did I'm he? being honest. Not not on the playing side, but in terms of Premier League Liverpool watching football. It, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, he's, he, is, he is a Liverpool icon, isn't he? You know, he's yeah. got to be in the top three best players of all time there, I would say. Yeah. And um, when well, see... it, It's hard because players before him, but it wasn't my era. No, I, I mean, when, when, so... when you watch, when you see some of the performances he put in for Liverpool over the years... And, and and he gave a hundred percent in every single game, didn't he? And you can't Yeah. You couldn't help but enjoy his football, could you, really? Yeah, I think even sort of non Liverpool fans and you know, go as deep as even sort of saying Man United fans have got respect for Gerard and what, what he did for football and what a footballer he was. Yeah, I mean when you when you see like the performances he put in in Champions League final and that FA yeah. Cup final against FA West Ham and things like that, you yeah. can't and even like the the goal, I, I can't remember what it was against. Was it the sixth test when they had to score and he dealt with it only from about twenty five yards? Yeah, quality. Olympiakos, sorry, yeah, his quality in it, you know, and his and he and he performed well all through his career, didn't he? And I, I think the same, I think the same goes for Beckham as well. You know, there, there's numerous, yeah. there's numerous moments where you can mention for Beckham what what he achieved yeah. in his career. And like we were saying before we recorded, 
the way that he sort of, I mean, both of them really, you know, they, 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 they had times where they were facing critics and, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Especially as an early Chelsea move, it was, uh, well, that's right. Yeah. He was getting death threats and everything, wasn't he? His family yeah, were getting yeah, death threats from that. And yeah, I, I think, I, I don't like saying it, but I think weaker men wouldn't have had the character to deal with it, yeah. to, to deal with it and carry on having the careers they had after. Yeah, you know yeah. that they are, and, and what's great is what is both both your choices were are English. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and Sedan, I mean, speaks for himself, doesn't he? You know, if you just watch what he can do with a football, is um, yeah, yeah, he, he would get in twenty side in the world, and, and God knows what he'd be worth in today's game. Oh, he'd be yeah, a yeah, I, yeah, I think the side is a buy him up for a billion, but well, definitely buy him now, wouldn't they? It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. um. Yeah, I mean, is, is top top players like like those ones you mentioned in, like we were saying, John was saying earlier that Maradona's is, um, yeah. sort of footballing idol and um, I, I just yeah, you you can't you can't fault, you can't fault any of them, can you? They're all no. they're all great players. Yeah. yeah. And Ash, from a from a coaching side of things, is there anybody you sort of like look at and not try and copy, but sort of take any inspiration from? Um, oh, uh, I mean. Looking back on obviously growing up, it's more like obviously I'm concentrating on the players and stuff. But yeah. you know, as you get older and you think about it and think about managers that have achieved great things, obviously you can't ignore Fergie. Um, yeah. as much as I don't like Man United, I, um, what he did there was incredible. Um, but then probably one of my favourite managers when I was like sort of growing up was also Wenger, like the football that Arsenal played. Yeah. Uh, and the way they went about it, or, you know, this one of my earliest memories was that invincible team with Henri and all that. And yeah, know, very good team, weren't they? No matter where, no matter how Arsenal sort of did in the league, they were always a team that were enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, you mentioned Fergie as well. I, I think he said didn't he, that the, the greatest achievement was Arsenal going and beating for the season because he, he never managed to achieve it, did he? No, he didn't. And obviously. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's hard to say because the game changes and obviously no one's ever gone and beat them, but you also look at like the Chelsea team with 90-odd points and sort of what Pep's achieved with Man City and with uh, like over 100 points and you could make the argument there are better teams out there and better achievements that teams have made winning trebles and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Like you just said, there's an argument. I mean, John said earlier, this was Brian Clough. Obviously, you've gone back a little bit there. But every every manager that you've mentioned, you you could easily you could easily put together a good argument for them being the best ever, couldn't you? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't personally put Pat in that bracket up with sort of Fergie and that because. I mean, man, look at the teams that he's managed. The Barcelona team probably one of the best ever. Um, what the money that he spent at Man City, they're sort of, you know, a bit of a force, aren't they? And, I mean, he's, and he's, he's always had money, has he? Obviously, partly said, but the Barcelona team was, was one of the best of all time. Yeah. Bayern Munich had a decent team when he went there. And, and now he's come to Man City and he's, he's not been short of cash to spend, has he? So, no. But I, I, having said that, though, you still, you still got to get a tune out of the players, ain't you? Still got, you still got to get them motivated. Um, I, 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 I probably would say there's an argument to say that he is, he is one of the best of all time. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't go in there and do it. Let's put it that way. Opinions, it? But it is, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, I think you've got to be a certain type of character to go in there, be as ruthless as it has been. I mean, one of the first things he did was got rid of Joe Hart, wasn't it? And then, um, he's got, he has got a ruthless streak. Um, yeah. But you can't argue that he hasn't had money to spend because obviously he spent billions, hasn't he? So. Um, yeah, but, I just, I, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, for me, I think the best ever is probably Fergie. Um, in my lifetime, because I think what I don't think there's many managers that could achieve what Fergie did at Man United over the time that he did it. No, and he, um, and he, he did it time and time again, didn't he? he, he yeah. Like a bit like I just said about Pep, he knew when things were going stale, he knew when to change it around, and um, and he wasn't afraid of doing it, was he? Not at all. No, he wasn't. No. You know, and I, 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 I probably would agree with you to be honest with you that he, he's probably the best of all time. I mean, I grew up. Watching a lot of Man United and sort of supporting Man United when I was younger, um, and yeah, I. Where I mean, people say, could he do it today? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think he could. I think if you give Turkey what Pep has had at Man City, he'd have won a, he'd have won the Champions League. But do you think? Do, do you think Fergie would make a difference to the Man United team there? Well, uh, yeah. I don't think anybody could do much worse, could they? Well, <laughs> they're they're not doing very well, are they? Um, I'm enjoying that, just as you can tell from my. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The um, I mean, I watched the game yesterday, and it was it was men against yeah, boys, really, wasn't too. it? You know, it was, yeah. And it's, I say it's sad because I think Man United are one of the biggest <clears> clubs in the world, still, aren't they? But um, but yeah, there, there we go. I mean, I, I'm sure at some point their fortune will turn round and. They might start winning again. Who knows? Hopefully oh, not. Well, I was going to say clearly you're not you're not worried, are you? And it's like this. So um, if the club folded no. tomorrow, you wouldn't care, would you? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so just going back to Bristol United, just to sort of wrap up. Um, like we said, and we get, I've covered this with John, but your your social media that you do, um, which I think is excellent, um, for, for what it's worth. Um, do you enjoy doing all the sort of like videos and all that that you've got on YouTube? Yeah, we w- we wouldn't do it otherwise. No, I mean, it's kudos to John with that. He puts a hell of a lot of work into getting these this content up. Yeah. So, like a shout out to him for it because would it happen without him? Yes, I think it would. However, you've got to respect the amount of work he puts into it. So us recording it for an hour and a half. We're kind of done then. He's then going home and spending multiple hours then edit then editing that. Is is even sort of the game going up to to anybody watching? They're just watching an hour and a half football game. Yeah, it, it's not an hour and a half worth of work that goes in to get that stuff onto YouTube. And yeah, I think it's enjoyable to do the podcast. It's enjoyable to record <laughs> sort of the story of Bristol United. It's all enjoyable to do. Yeah. But there, there, there's work behind the scenes. It's not just the fact of we've recorded it and that magically turns up on YouTube. And that's, yeah. Jack, Jack as well has done quite a bit of editing for us. Yeah. That's Jack Gilberson. And it's one of Josh's sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. plays for the club as well, as you discussed with him. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of work goes into it outside of that's not part of Bristol United Football Club, if you know what I mean. That's not, that's an additional. We don't have to do it. No, no, but, but it's, I, I think social media is so important in, in general nowadays, isn't it? You know, yeah. there is the reach that you get, and if you get people to turn up to watch your games, obviously that 
that helps a yeah. lot as well, doesn't it? You know, and it's, it's nice to have the support as well, isn't it? Because well, he wouldn't have found us without it, you know. Well, exactly, mate. Exactly, yeah. And and like, like I said to you earlier, before in in the summer when um when the close season was on, there was not a lot of football on. That's when I found the club and, and started like watching all the um I, I say this in the nicest way possible, the silly videos, you know, with the twenty questions and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then um sorry, there's a chance. Oh, he's missed That's it. Right. Um, <laughs> he should, for anybody's interest, he should have scored then, but he had it over the bar. Um, yeah, but like I said, the, so, the social media side of things is so, so important nowadays. And yeah. um, as I said on every podcast, a couple that I've done with John so far, and all your videos are on YouTube. Um, yeah. and, and also, I, I think my, this is a personal opinion, having the VO camera that you've got to, to film the games, is, yeah. is really good because I don't I wouldn't have thought and I don't know but I wouldn't have thought that a lot of clubs at your level have got those I've never seen one at a game we, we yeah, actually we, we played a cup game last year and um, who did we is it we played last it's like Peverton it's South Peverton yeah in the cup yeah. yeah and I don't know if theirs was a VO I'm presuming it was probably um, yeah. yeah but they, they had a set up and as soon as we seen it, we were kind of like, bloody hell, that's good. And they've gone and put that online on YouTube. I highly recommend people don't watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for personal reasons as well. They're all even sniffy, were it? Yeah, yeah. I turned into Stephen Gerrard on his last game. Yeah, oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I was severely overweight, not many games in, and I had a bit of them there. And I think we lost the game 7-2. But that's where the whole... The whole and just, the just, sorry, sorry, just to, just to get back on that. What was the, what was yeah. the team? South Peverton, was it? South Peverton, yeah. yeah. Right, okay, that's tomorrow night for you and sort of them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was quite a drive, and luckily, actually, James, it's not much of a video they put up, was it, Ash? It wasn't the full game. It was no, just, it's just like the a quick snapshot out. of highlights. Right, yeah. okay, right. And sort of, I think it definitely triggered some of why are we doing something like that? Yeah. And yeah, before we know it, we sort of discussed doing YouTube and looked into cameras, the video games and stuff like that. And along came the VR. I mean, not not not. I mean, it's not relevant, but they're they're not cheap, are they? Oh no, they're not. They're not cheap, it's, especially for a club at the time. What were we? Probably twelve months in, not even that. Yeah. yeah. We sort of we set our sights on it and yeah worked out the finances of how we could afford it and get the VO because the other side of it is once you bought it that's not the end of it. No, there's a year, in there. Yeah, there's a year of subscription and we have to fund that money every year. Yeah, yeah. It's and, um, uh, but I, I suppose that's the downside. Like everything in life is, is money, isn't it? Everything's cost money. But the the upside yeah. is that you can put them on social media and and again expect expand your reach to the. To the public, isn't yeah, it? so we can expand our reach, and we have we've used it in other ways. It's not just been for putting video content up. So Dan Imperial, as you know, that's where our home ground is. Yeah. Um. Sometimes they would let us take one of their rooms, and we use it to host sort of all the players in there, and use it for coaching aspect as well. What went wrong? How can we improve it? It's, it's not so much to pick out individual bad moments; it's to improve the squad. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I mean, I, again, I, I and I don't know, but I'm sure a lot of most clubs at your level haven't got that sort of facility or or that technology no. available, have they? No, 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 they haven't. I've never seen one, and obviously, with some clubs, is is whether they they might they may never thought of it, they may not want to do it. Obviously, we move forward with the social media and stuff, and like as we said with the videos, is 
it's not a chore. Like we've as a like me, Sam, and John, and the, the other lads that we talk about football for hours sometimes, and yeah. there's some yeah. funny opinions, there's some funny arguments, and you know you, you think to yourself, well, why not put it online? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can't do no harm, can it? No, no, definitely not. You know, and and like I said, if anybody's interested in in watching those videos, um, go onto the Bristol United YouTube channel, um, like and subscribe. Obviously, more subscribers you get, the better. Um, yeah. And these podcasts go on there as well, so um, yeah, have a listen to those while you're on there as well. And um, yeah, and try and get along to a game as well if you can, because I'm sure, as always, all all supporters appreciate it games. Um, yeah, like we said, er- yeah, like we said earlier, you haven't got a game for well. You might have a friendly on Saturday if you can organise one. But the next league game at home, I think, is on the twenty fifth, isn't it? Yeah, it seems like a long time away, doesn't it? Twenty fifth of November, it but yeah, but it will time. soon be here, and it will soon be the um the C word is being mentioned a lot. And I don't and yes. I don't mean and I don't I don't mean the naughty C word. I mean <laughs> the, the one the one relating to Santa. But um, yeah. but yeah, but uh, listen, guys, I really appreciate you both joining us tonight um on the podcast. Um, yeah. It's been great to have a chat and get to know you a little bit, and um, we will get you back on in a couple of weeks if you're up for it. Yeah. And um, we'll get John and we'll all get together and, and have a chat and maybe get a couple of players if they're interested and have, yeah. have a bit of a laugh as well. Um, yeah. But thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. This episode will be available um, probably tonight, actually, Monday night. Um, so please, if you listen to it, pass it on. Pass the pod, as the saying goes. Um, and like and subscribe on all the all the social media channels. Um, as I was saying, wh- whatever game you're off to this week, if you're off to a game or whatever you're up to, look after yourself, stay safe, and we will.